Hello, my name is uh, Trevor Walker. I'm president and CEO of Frontier Lithium. Frontier Lithium is a pre-production business advancing the North America's highest grades and one of the largest hard rock spodumene resources located in northwestern Ontario, Great Lakes region in North America. Trevor, good to see you again. It's been, it's been a while, but um, like you, you, you've announced that you're going to appoint some partners to start work on the DFS set. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, 100%. We, uh, we're really focused on uh, continuing to move through the milestones, de-risk the project. Uh, a couple months ago, uh, we filed a pre-feasibility report. It was really positive. Um, $1.7 billion NPE. And uh, we've gone through quite an extensive process of uh, shortlisting and trying to find the right partners to to work with with regards to engineering for uh, definitive feasibility. Um, we're looking here, uh, firstly, of course, at uh, spodumene concentrate production. So phase one, mine and mill, uh, two stages uh, to uh, to ultimately um, get in the lithium gain, produce uh, spodumene premium spodumene concentrate from uh, from the uh, packed lithium project uh, with uh, a second stage, uh, stage um, to follow um, with regards to the ultimate objectives of the company to uh, be create a fully integrated uh, project to produce lithium chemicals. Right. Okay. So that, that's the objective, right? I think people looking into this are, I guess, slightly reeling from, you know, lithium prices coming down from their super highs last o October um, down to, you know, much, much lower rates. It seems to be, seems to be rebounding to a more, I don't know, believable level at, 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 at the moment, obviously. So I think people are wondering, you know, will we see lots more of this toing and froing with, with lithium price? And what does that do for companies like yourself? I mean, how have you viewed the last 12 months? There's no doubts that uh, the last 12 months have been extremely tough on uh, junior mining companies, uh, in particular those uh, working on, on lithium projects. Um, you know, the reality is... Uh, the chemical pricing still remains uh, impressively high. When you look back six years ago or so, uh, lithium carbonate pricing roughly around four to five thousand dollars a ton. Uh, Long-term contract pricing um, really between twenty and thirty thousand dollars a ton right now. So the incumbents are highly profitable. Um, the um, the uh, the effects of obviously the softening from the peak of eighty thousand ninety thousand dollars a ton not sustainable. Uh, it's created quite a frenzy and a lot of uh, uh, money or investments um, more predominantly from 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 retail large retail small institutional uh, that came into the space. Uh, so in effect, uh, uh, you know, echoing the uh, the peak pricing created a bit of a bubble in the speech. So um, that bubble's burst. And, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, it has been a challenge for, for companies to raise money and advance projects. You know, historically, um, uh, when we think about Frontier Lithium, we've, we've gone through 
Uh, we've actually put the first discovery hole uh, into the project in 2013. Uh, those are the days that uh, were really, really early days. Um, chemical pricing around five, six thousand dollars. We had a vision of what was going to happen in the future. Uh, we got our sights on a project that we thought, you know, had the potential to uh, be large and high grade and uh, be an anchor resource for the Great Lakes region of North America. That's exactly what we've invested in. We remain focused on on the long term, uh, despite um, a few cycles and tons of volatility over the last 10 years. Uh, we find ourselves, you know, uh, delivering on uh, what we set out to do, and that is North America's highest grade, one of the largest um, uh, spodumene conventional uh, lithium resources located uh, in the Great Lakes region, where we see, you know, big investment taking place, uh, construction by some uh, large uh, uh, auto OEMs uh, to both realize uh, cell production, electric vehicle production, and close proximity to to uh, to our resource. So, um, long term, we're extremely bullish. Uh, we were worried um, about uh, the state of, of of chemical pricing and uh, rising interest rates and recessionary fears. So that's why we we did a raise about 11, 12 months ago. Um, we made some really good moves, um, and we find ourselves with a healthy cash position, well financed uh, to deliver uh, DFS phase one. Be focused, mine, mill to produce premium spodumene concentrate, and we're financed uh, to deliver that over the next twelve to to eighteen months. Right. So we we're, we're kind of clear on the. Well, you're firming up with the DFS, the, the economics, right? So you're funded to deliver stage one, mine, mine and mill DFS. It's a 1.7 billion, you know, MPVA post tax. It's a it's a big number. It must be very attractive to industry. People get excited about it. But again, again, looking at the investor community, do you think that they believe you, a company of your size, can actually get that thing? Funded. What gives you confidence that you're going to be able to get this thing funded? Look, uh, the money's there. Um, money's available for high-grade, large, conventional resources and strong jurisdictions. Uh, furthermore, you know, uh, in jurisdictions such as Ontario, where uh, we see market failure, to your point, but we see tremendous government support to address that failure as well to build what uh, and stay focused on the long term. So uh, we have no concerns about financing um, our project. Uh, what's really important is to stay focused on the steps um, that are in front of us that uh, we need to continue to deliver on, uh, whereby um, uh, pendulum swing. And uh, we really uh, perceive the current state of the market as, as the new floor. Um, so we're we're really uh, we're really bullish um, on on lithium on the long term on our project, and we continue to check those boxes and and de-risk. So we have no concerns about financing our project. Okay, well let, let's 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 look at and and but I, I can probably um, endorse that slightly in the sense of m m most battery conferences that we go to, the money is there. It's the the on the well certainly very, very much so on on the debt side. A lot 
from the government as, as well in terms of price incentives, et cetera. And it's really a question, I guess, the cost of the, the, the equity comp- component. So, so let's look at that first phase, mill and mine, right? Where, yes, you've just started a DFS process, but what are the other things that are going on in the background? Because there's conversations with governments which move, move at a certain pace. There's trying to understand who your clients are going to be um, and, and obviously, obviously where and, and the cost of where the money's coming from and what the cost is. So how, how are you viewing this phase one in terms of things that you need to deliver as a CEO? You know, mine and mill is, is ultimately uh, what addresses where the value a proposition lies for, for the company. Um, it's, it's, it's the focus of attention from Oftik as per your points and, uh, you know, to address that, of course, um, the appetite is huge for domestic local supply, uh, in, in a given jurisdiction, Ontario being a strong Canada, one of very few globally that has the ability to go from mine to, uh, electric vehicle production. Um, in in close proximity to to our resource, uh, beyond you know a huge appetite for offtake, uh, I have no concerns about offtake from uh, in the future regarding our project, uh, given the fundamentals and how strong of a of a resource and management team that that we have, um, we are actively also engaged in conversations around potential partnership. Um, for uh, for for the company uh, at a at a project level, um, so uh, we're advancing those conversations to look to participate with the company uh, regarding um, uh, regarding mine mill and and future downstream chemical plants. So the the third um, of the stool, of course, uh, that we're not counting on, but we fully expect. Um, to to see is uh, again uh, that point of non-traditional sources of capital um, to limit dilution to shareholders, and that's uh, the potential around around government. You know, we've seen over close to thirty billion dollars of uh, investment commitments in the province. Um, government of Ontario and the federal government been very active, averaging. Uh, Twenty to thirty percent um, through grants of the of the capital costs. So, uh, what's really key around the critical mineral strategy in the province and in the country is to really bridge the uh, southern manufacturing, building that ecosystem to supply. In our case, supply from the north. So, uh, given again the fundamentals and uh, how strong the project is. Uh, we would uh, hope to expect to see some form of government support in the future uh, regarding lithium chemical production. But uh, there's lots of work to be done. Uh, we remain focused on phase one, fundamentally, the shortest path to cash generation, uh, de-risking the project, uh, and that is uh, production of premium spodumene concentrates from the pack lithium project. Um, right, but so but anything beyond that. But as what I'm trying to get at is, is kind of hard of any maybe maybe concerns or you know um, challenges that you've got to face, and I'm I'm wondering what you're doing about it. Which is there's there's a whole bunch of different types of government conversations going on here, which is obviously you, you've outlined a, a, a few today in terms of the types of funding available. But 
infrastructure for, for you guys. That's not necessarily a direct capital expenditure uh, cost you'd hope for, for you. So in terms of trying to understand what infrastructure government will fund and timing of all of that, I mean, what do those conversations look like? What are you trying to um, achieve? You know, how do you work together to kind of manage that? Uh, you're right. Key challenge on the project um, is a lack of all-season road infrastructure. Um, there's a requirement in the long run to uh, see uh, approximately 140 kilometers or so of uh, bridge and road. Uh, what's fortunate for ourselves is um, about 60% of that uh, road is actually fully permitted and just awaits funding for the bottleneck uh, bridge of the Burns River. Um, and uh, again, 60% of the, the way up. And that's um, permitted by others, uh, awaits funding. Um, so that's uh, that's a great opportunity that comes on the heels of the uh, current uh, Wati power line, um, high voltage uh, transmission line that's currently under construction. We expect to see that energized in, in 2024. So the uh, indigenous communities in Treaty 5 region proximate to the project um, are looking towards a uh, future where uh, beyond, you know, being attached to the grid, uh, having uh, the potential for road access. So um, that's a huge opportunity that um, we, um, we, 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 we fully uh, conversed with governments and uh, we, we, we expect government to do the right thing for the communities and uh, assist in funding on that project. Uh, in the meantime, you know, to your point, um, that control and timeline is really out of the hands of, of Frontier. What we need to do is continue to advance the project, thereby increasing leverage to assert uh, the importance of infrastructure in the north to government. Um, so uh, what, you know, uh, being prepared for the worst is always being the way here at Frontier Lithium. And what we need to be focused on firstly is spodium concentrate production. And uh, the plan through definitive feasibility looks at two stages in that uh, definitive feasibility. Stage one would be half of the mill. So the potential to produce up to uh, roughly 100,000 tons of concentrate, that that operation can be built off of the winter road and operated on the winter road. Um, and again, produce premium concentrates in excess of 6.5% uh, uh, spodumene concentrate grades, whereby, uh, and, and create a, a profitable uh, scenario. Uh, for shareholders, de-risk the project, um, allowing time, because to your point, the biggest question mark is the timing of all season road access in, uh, whereby uh, the second line in the concentrator to twin and double uh, production for uh, future um, sales of concentrate and uh, potential to feed uh, downstream um, lithium refinery. Um, so 
we built in and uh, we're planning for the worst, uh, realizing the probability of realizing road access um, yeah, will, uh, will likely come into effect uh, at some point, you know, early in uh, construction or early operations. But uh, in the meantime, we need to be prepared and show the profitability potential on 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 not having that. So um, that's uh, all about keeping the options open, being prepared for the worst, but showing a profitable situation. Um, these are all things that uh, this is how we operate. Um, this allows uh, some some uh, uh, further uh, leverage and. Uh, time uh you know when you bring governments and indigenous communities multiple stakeholders and industry it takes time to uh to to work through these things in the meantime you know waiting on government is not a strategy so we uh, continue to advance the project it, it's not it's not a strategy in terms of timelines but um i, I think you you've you've started these conversations i guess what i'm trying to look at is all these kind of barriers to entry right you know which is you know, you started these conversations, and you've kind of got to go through some phases. I guess you know, baseline environmental studies being being you know a bare minimum requirement. But what what are the things you're having to do on, and spend time, money, and effort on to kind of sate their desire to make sure that you are doing things the right way? Yeah, so um, you're correct from an environmental perspective. We are uh, we are well into baseline environmental. Um, that'll be. Uh, uh, completed uh, by mid-2024. Um, what goes hand-in-hand hand with that, of course, uh, is is uh, the commencement of, of, of permitting for uh, mine and mill operations. So those conversations are, are, are being had with uh, various government uh, uh, ministries and, and, and agencies uh, as well um, uh which absolutely critical is working with indigenous communities proximate to the project partners of ours been very supportive up until uh you know to date on the project so continue that dialogue and strengthen the partnership to go beyond an exploration agreements into um impact benefit agreements so uh that those uh you know those um those conversations are are advancing nicely and very much in line with uh, our our objective to complete GFS phase one within 12, 18 months and uh, be in a situation where we could uh, uh, have a final investment decision and, and start building a project. So uh, we're firing on all pistons here at Frontier Lithium to deliver Firstly, spodumene concentrate. Okay, and so which is which is great for that phase one. Just in terms of coming back to the funding component, you said you obviously raised that money just right twelve months ago. Um, gets you through to FID. So therefore, when we say that that includes the delivery of the baseline environmental study, it includes the advanced impact benefit agreement process. Um, and you're, you, there's nothing there's nothing else you'll need to raise capital for between now and FID. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Yeah. With regards okay, to okay. phase one, mine and milk. All good. All good then. Um, and with, with regards to, and again, remind me some of the numbers in terms of, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, again, understand the sort of the, the, the revenue opportunity, the, and therefore how I can start to value your company. Obviously, the PFS numbers, I think, are, are, are out there, but you'd be looking to do 
um, what with the DFS? Is it just confirmation of you know how you build the thing, or is it is other is there more new data that will enter that which may change the economics further? Again, two stages built in uh, that we'll be building into the plan. Stage one is uh, half of uh, the total production, so that's up to a hundred thousand tons of concentrate. If we're in a situation for a year or two, um, whereby uh, concentrates need to come out on the existing or upgraded winter road, uh, we see the potential up to a hundred thousand tons a year. Um, you know, if you look at Premium concentrate is one of the differentiators from our project from most is the potential to produce really low iron, uh, specifically from the packed deposit, uh, about 10 million tons of 2% lithium oxide grade, uh, showing us the ability to produce concentrates less than 0.15% total iron oxide. So very, very few um, resources in the world uh, globally that, that have that potential. We have the optionality to produce for the industrial market, premium glass makers, historically two to three time premium over chemical grade concentrate pricing. But again, um, uh, it's really about uh, where can we maximize uh, revenues um, and margins. Um, also, uh, our, our material is a sweetener. We see it, um, the production of it's used for uh, lithium refinery elsewhere at the commencement of, of our operations. Um, you won't find a cleaner, higher grade concentrate globally than from the packed lithium project. We believe that'll demand a premium. Um, that'll allow a profitable situation. If you carry $2,500 a ton, for example, uh, at 100,000 tons, that's revenue base of 250 million US dollars uh, per annum. So um, very healthy revenue. Uh, we would expect that the payback pretty, pretty short on that. Um, so, um, uh, you know, be, pro be prepared for that. Um, as we continue to advance, we expect um, things such as uh, offtake, potential partnership, uh, and see a uh, lot more advancement with regards to uh, governments and uh, in further investment beyond power into uh, into the region, uh, all for ultimately uh, so Frontier can uh, de-reduce concentrate and step downstream in the future for lithium chemical production for those customers uh, that uh, that are setting shop. Uh, up in the northern U.S. and southern Ontario right now. So it's kind of interesting time when, when you when you say when you give us those sorts of numbers, you kind of think, well, actually, you probably could do this yourself. But strategically, in terms of lithium chemical refinery production, I know you've got some technical expertise in the house. Will it be better for you? Would you be more likely to bring in a strategic partner to help on that side of things? Um, and you know, what, what does that do to you in terms of like first mover advantage and the speed at which you? To, you know, need to get into market. Yeah, the demand is, uh, you know, despite what we're feeling in equity markets right now, the demand is huge. Um, we are front and center for interest from uh, global um, uh, OEMs and uh, those requiring, you know, spodumene concentrate and chemicals. So um, we uh, we like a phased approach. Uh, you know, given some of the challenges uh, that 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 we spoke of, 
Um, we like to walk before we run. Um, but it's all about, you know, the path to chemical and uh, the, the safe path to chemicals so that we can deliver. These are real players, real companies. Uh, Frontier Lithium has never been just a story um, to make uh, a two or three time uh, multiple on a small investment. This company is built on the fundamentals of a great asset a great jurisdiction whereby billions of dollars are being invested right now and we're looked upon to deliver. So those are the conversations we're having when we think about uh, partners. But it's important when you see um, uh, an opportunity such as this, we're very strong on the mining side at Frontier Lithium. We've developed and attracted expertise for downstream chemical expertise in the company with close uh, consulting groups with uh, relevant Asian experience. There's very few companies uh, in the West in particular that, that have the abilities that we have in-house. Um, so when we think about a partner, um, uh, we think about um, you know lessening dilution to shareholders. We think about uh, a partner that uh, opens doors and allows the company various opportunities, whether short-term or long-term, around sales and moving product, provide the ultimate flexibility to continue to de-risk and advance the project, again, to deliver ultimately the chemicals um, as close to home for, for, for manufacturers. Frontier Lithium is about keeping the whip. And uh, this asset is controlled by North Americans, uh, we'd like to see that uh, continue um, and try and keep the wealth, that wealth proposition as close to home as possible. And that's always been an objective and a mission uh, for, for, um, for the company and our jurisdiction. And, you know, when you think about what governments in Ontario in particular is doing, it's about building an ecosystem it's about firstly attracting the experience uh, developing the market. But what's really critical is that we supply that ecosystem from our jurisdiction. So uh, we, uh, were, we were architects of the uh, critical mineral strategy in the province. And knowing that um, at the right time, all roads will lead to frontier lithium in order to fulfill the objective of closing that, uh, closing the loop and showing from farm to table or um, spodumene mine to electric vehicle produced in the province. So uh, this is a vehicle by design. Um, and when you think of um, the uh, investment proposition at Frontier Lithium from that lens, What's important is a partner that would allow the uh, existing shareholders to uh, maintain a controlling position over the asset in line with Indigenous partners, government, uh, OEMs um, currently under construction in, in the province, um, and maximize, limit dilution, show additional path to cash, to uh, build both phases of the project and uh, maximize flexibility uh, so that we can continue to de-risk and deliver 
um, with certainty. So uh, those are the conversations. If I can, you know, frame it that way that 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 we're having, um, we have a preference for partnership before offtake agreements um, uh, here. So that's the type of sequencing that's taking place right now at the company. So that's the sequencing for, for you as a strategic North American lithium supplier. But I want to come back to that phrase I used earlier, which is first mover advantage. There are so many new lithium pegmatite stories on the exchange, uh, out there in the marketplace. We're seeing gold companies, nickel companies, you name it, copper companies wanting to become lithium pegmatite stories. How important is the first mover advantage and the advanced stage that you're at to you and their, in terms of your chance of winning and crossing the line first in North America. Yeah, it's 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 very important. Um, you know, there's a lot of stories. Uh, the reality is, um, you know, we have a saying that's uh, uh, at Frontier that's uh, the mines build chemical plants. You know, chemical plants and the idea of of delivering uh, chemicals to uh, you know the Teslas of the world. Um, you know, it's a great dream to have, but it's got to be based on a uh, rock solid foundation in this industry, of course, being world-class resource and the ability to, you know, discovery right through to delivering a product takes years, you know, in North America, you'll see up to 15 years, uh, to, to, to be able to deliver a mine to, uh, to market. Um, so you know, see your earlier points. Yeah, there's difficult times right now. Um, we like difficult times at Frontier. We like that it brings focus to all stakeholders from the market, investment community, uh, to uh, manufacturers requiring product, to to governments assessing, you know, where public support should, should take place. And... Um, you know, it's those times that we continue to uh, rise up and differentiate. And um, as the market is is learning and will learn again this this next step, the reality is it's really difficult to find anchor tier one resources of high grade scale in great jurisdictions with relevant experience and uh, proximate industry for sales. And that is the uh, opportunity that uh, exists here at Frontier. We have laid the foundation and we are now advancing into definitive feasibility to deliver product and ultimately support the ecosystem here in the Great Lakes region. So um, that is what is coming through. Um, we have many milestones that we'll be hitting in, uh, in the coming months and in the coming year. Uh, so we're really excited to um, show one of the few opportunities globally of a junior company with a world-class resource at this level right now that will deliver in the future and uh, create a, a massive wealth proposition and opportunity uh, for Lowe's with the foresight to recognize a great asset and uh, the potential to truly build uh, wealth uh, with 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 those shareholders here and the stakeholders uh, surrounding uh, the company right now. So um, 
So this is a black sheet and it always has been, but to date we've delivered and we will continue to deliver. And uh, this proposition at Frontier is also about, you know, overcoming challenges in Northern Ontario surrounding uh, Ring of Fire, uh, whereby we've heard about a great, huge project and opportunity, but the reality is nothing's happened in 25 years. That's, that's, that's an important point, and one that the government of Ontario sees very clearly. Um, we, we have an endowment of great minerals in, in the north, and uh, we, we need them, and we need to access them. And for generations, you know, I've heard coming from a strong mining family of the days of just mining and shipping it. So when we think about, you know, the transition and the opportunity that's ahead of us, as Northerners, as people in the extractive industry, it's our duty and it's our responsibility to do things right. Um, so we're so blessed to have found such a tremendous resource so that we can align ourselves with uh, a movement globally, and that is to decarbonize. That is to uh, do things right with Indigenous partners, with government and stakeholders, so that we can um, we can deliver and make our mark uh, while creating huge value for shareholders and and stakeholders in the ecosystem that's being funded and driven by government and industry. Um, so uh, we're really excited. And uh, we're really excited with the next steps now that we've got such, uh, such a strong pre-feasibility and stepping into uh, final defin definitive feasibility stage.